Welcome to the Grappling We See exactly. Grappling Rewind Podcast. Welcome to this week on the Grappling Rewind Podcast. In this week's show, we're going to recap Rise Invitational 10, talk a little bit about some upcoming events, including Toro Cup 23, um, Sogi, and Midwest Finishers. Midwest Finishers. As always in the show, I'm your co I'm your host, joined with my co-host. I'm your co-host, joined with my co-host, Josh, and that's Maine. Yeah, how you guys doing? Um, it is a, it is Thanksgiving weekend. It was a, kind of a light week for grappling, which is good. Um, actually, in the outro show, we're probably going to talk about five years of the show. We, we hit five years, I think, this week or last week of the show. Some of you have been listening to the show for five years. Which is amazing. I mean, we haven't, haven't missed a week other than, I think, the first... The first week... Right the th- around the third, Christmas. The third show, we delayed a week because we had just started doing the show when it was Christmas. And I was like, oh, we're not going to be on Christmas. And I was in Florida. Yeah, and I was like, oh, well, we're not going to be on Christmas. We'll just get the next week. And then we just never missed a show after that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, as far as news this week, again, it's uh, here in the United States. It's been Thanksgiving weekend. You know. And so, as a result, really, everyone just gets kind of fat and, like, eats a lot of food, hangs with their family, is thankful some, for. Uh, some people do. Other people compete on the Saturday after yeah. Thanksgiving. Thanks, Rise. You're giving us something to talk about. I appreciate it, but so we're not bullshitting for 40 minutes. Like, pretty, hey guys, Ooh. pretty much. So, as Josh and I kind of talked about on the pre-show, uh, it is somewhat of the getting into the drought season. That historically there are fewer events. Um, if you have a topic that you want us to cover on the show that kind of relates to pro grappling or rankings discussions or kind of theoretical matchup discussions or even in the past, kind of during uh, 2020, we talked a little about some historical matchups. If there's anything like that you want us to cover in sort of the drought period, we are still going to do our top tens of the year show, our nomination show for that, and then our kind of year-end recap show. Um, I'm saying it now so that hopefully in the you next... You don't forget. Like, I realize this show is creeping up on us, and every... Si- five years, Josh. Five years of the show, two weeks before we do the show, going, hey, it's end of the year. We got to do a year-end recap we show. We got to make up a list... Yeah. Of all the matches we like. By the way, guys, send in your recommendations for match of the year. Yeah, we have a trophy this year. We're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna a, make trophy. a trophy this year uh, and send it out to some uh, poor, unsuspecting group, <laughs> some group of grapplers. That two that people like, are like, oh, thanks for this match of the year. Thing, so, I guess. Uh, so that that is what's been going on here in the U.S. No big news. Um, some big PFL news. PFLs PFL had their. Uh, World Championships this weekend. It was fun. It was a kind of pretty banger of a card. I really enjoy watching some PFL, some fun grappling. And uh, again, in, on light weeks, I do like to watch a lot more MMA. Um, if I can get this thing to, to there we go. Here's my notes. <laughs> so it was a good weekend. Uh, it's it's one of these shows, Josh. Five years. So let's move into a recap of, you got any other news, Josh? No. All right. Let's move into a recap of Rise 10. Uh, this one was a bantamweight tournament, and uh, some of the guys in the tournament were giving up a little bit of weight. So a lot of late placements in this, a lot of changes to the initial card that we had on Flow that we kind of talked about a little bit last week. Um, we basically, the listing on Flow was not exactly the tournament we got, but overall was still... They had super, like day before replacements which is again this time which of year happens. which this time of year is really common again most Somebody cards was like i want to eat i'm not making weight right most cards that happen in november and december for the year even into january tend to have a lot of even big name replacements well not necessarily i mean euros normally happens in january right yeah euro but euros is like is like a known major time it's like it's not like a super fight card being put together it's uh, going back into the five year thing like it's way different now than it was five years ago where you had to like struggle to find stuff to fill in time or you know scour acbjj and they would have like a 10-hour card with bangers of cards and then didn't put out anything good for like the next two months but so we'll cover it because that's that's all we have yeah very 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 different times now so let's move to the tournament here um where do you want to start josh do you want to start let's kind of run through i think we should start with the semifinals unless you want to start in reverse order what do you think here um, it's, it's up to you. I don't, I, I don't care. <laughs> All right. Let's start with the, uh, let's start with the, uh, uh, Bantamweight tournament, uh, the notes we have here. Our, our notes are all jimble jambled, but what ended up happening was, uh, Eric Naples and Andrew, uh, DeGraff ended up in the third place match. Uh, Naples had lost to, uh, Tevin Dice in overtime, by rear naked choke. Naples looked good in that match too. He did, and I was I was really impressed with like sort of the tenacity that he continued to kind of drive forward in that match. And again, going hard for like 
uh, ten minutes left the side. That left side Omoplata constantly. He tried to go go Plata off of it. Mm-hmm. That was really like he just attacked. He, and it's mm-hmm. one of the things it's we really great. we really Love appreciate watching Naples for is that he's like consistently on the attack, consistently going for it but in the rise rule set so rise uses kind of a modified ebi style format where they have a 10 minute first round which is pretty much what major ebi style events use and then they do something i like which again on the show openly we're not the biggest fans of overtime but if you're gonna have overtime they do one two minute round per person so your, your overtime is maximum about four or five minutes if there are just ride time so you don't get those long kind of protracted overtime battles where it's like man the whole match was 10 minutes i had to watch an entire overtime so rise i think i appreciate how they they kind of bookend it where look it goes to a, either goes to a draw for their super fights which is kind of different for most tournaments usually there's a uh i mean it's incentive to, to finish it's like yeah to hell with position, finish the match, right. or, or or you're only going to have one overtime to work with, and that's well, in most not of, a lot the, of time. Like, the regular super fights, there's no overtime. Yeah, it's a six minute super fight match, and then done. There's then the draw. There's a draw, and you move on. Like I, we've kind of criticized draws in the past because I'll, I'll still criticize anything that has to do with overtime. I think it's silly in general. Yeah, like one, don't call it submission only because it's not. This this argument again. Right, yep. but it's it's not. No, it's it's because a it's submission. It, it's a ten minute match where you can only win by submission, and then there's overtime with silly rules. Um, but it is what it is. At mm-hmm. least, like again, if you have to deal with overtime, this is how I want to deal with overtime. Yeah. It's like you got two minutes, and I I do like in tournament formats. It does give you like definitive, like hey, here are the rules. This guy clearly won. There's no like, well, the decision went his way, and not like it does eliminate that. And that's kind of what always overtime has been championed for. Is like, look, there's no gray area. Whether you like it or not, there is no gray area with who moves on in a tournament setting, and it makes it very clear where it's like, well, the guy thought he did this more here or. All of that's gone in overtime, and so it makes it a very, right. very clean pathway for somebody to get a title. Eric looks good in the beginning of his first match. match. Like nailed. I thought he was going to finish with a Darce. I thought it was going to be over in like under a minute, but then he ended up uh, finishing with a triangle in uh, in his first match off of like a flying triangle attempt. Yeah, which was awesome. Um, he finished that way. Uh, DeGaff looked great too. Uh, DeGaff just happened to get through and like sunk through this nasty, nasty Darce. And that was in the, that was in his in his third, that was that third was place that match. was in this match with Naples. Where okay, he, like got through and he like cut and hit that angle and, in the in the third place match. Yeah, in his yeah, match yeah, 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 yeah. put Naples into the third place match went to overtime. No, Naples. no, 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 no. Am I the, switched here? You're yeah. Oh, okay, it's okay. My bad. So. Um, what went into overtime was him versus uh, Tevin Dice, which he ended up losing in overtime via rear naked choke. Really choke. Hey, that because was the- he tried to finish and just couldn't. He got kind of close, but didn't. Um, DeGaff also, uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, like, can I put it down? Let's see, I'm going to actually check my notes. Um, I think he lost in overtime just by ride time, but it was weird. I thought he was. I thought he was going to win. It was a weird overtime thing. I don't know. It was weird. He lost though, but he ended up beating Naples via Dars. I was going to sneeze. Um, sick one. There it there is. There we go. Um, sick one. You could tell uh, Naples was bummed when he got caught by it. Um, great match in general. Yeah. Both of them tough competitors. Um, Moving on uh, under the co-main Nick, event, yeah, co-main event. We had uh, we had a super fight between Kevin Dantzler and Frank Rosenthal. Frank again, I keep seeing Frank coming out as fifty fifty. I know he's been fifty fifty for a couple of years. Rachel actually did a private down there with Miranda at fifty fifty with Frank uh, a couple of months ago, and so I. But again, seeing him, he'd been Henzo's for so many years. Him being fifty fifty now, like being an instructor fifty fifty, it always just throws me off with the rash guard. Him being fifty fifty, um, but he gets a. 50-50 heel hook win here uh, on the outside. I thought it was a straight ankle lock originally, and yeah, the, we had to like go back. I was like, is the that... angles here were kind of funny, and it was a little the the video was a little bit was dark. I shaky, wish, dark, shaky and dark. I wish and there was some more out of sync. Yeah, I wish there was a little more light on the stage because there was especially uh, in the Naples Darst when he got darsed. Um, it was really hard to see like the the lighting on the camera. You really couldn't see inside the darts at all, so I couldn't see the hand fight or really what was going on other than the top side grip because of how the lighting was. Um, 
But here we have Frank going outside, finishing a heel look again. He had like three minutes left. And he yeah, he it. used he used a good portion of the time. It was a it was a fun match, and you really had Dantzler, um defending very very well for big stretches and portions of the match. And you know, guys know what Frank is going to do. Like Frank, there is there's a huge host of tournament footage on Frank, and for the most part, he's expanded that skill set you know, over the years and become much, much better at it. But you kind of know where you need to stay away from Frank. And so Frank, throughout the seven minutes of the match, kind of moves towards, move towards, move towards, and it continues to kind of drive towards the leg positioning he's looking for. And Dantzler does a great job kind of looking to outside pass, staying away, staying on top of the knees and forcing Frank to on his back into that low, like, really... Ter- what's the What's the term you use for that open guard... But when it's played on your back completely, where it's not really a seated open guard, it's like to your back. Do you have a term for that that you like? No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the guard that Frank plays, and Dancer did a really good job, like not overstepping through that guard. And Frank eventually had to sort of like sit down and come up into Dancer in order to get the space closed that he needed in order to get into the leg locks and then inevitably get down to the 50 50 heel hook that he is. Uh, you know, he is so known for over the years. So he takes that. Uh, he retain. I think he retains his featherweight title. The featherweight title. He's been the featherweight title. Him and I think Rao just lost his middleweight title in the last rise. Um, so he's been the featherweight title, I think, for since the featherweight tournament. And I want to say that was rise uh, seven, I think. Might have been rise eight. But Something for, like that. For a little bit here. So really cool. Again, I love that tournaments. Guy wins a title fight, and then they bring him back and continue to defend the title because that's uh, you know something we've seen that's over how the that years. Works. Well, we've seen many tournaments don't do that where it's like you have a title. I got won it six years ago, and you've never had you never brought him back to defend that title. I like seeing tournament organizers bring guys back. It gives us a narrative to kind of put guys in places to talk about rankings and movements through divisions for various organizations. Moving on to the main event, we have Matteo Maldonado. Uh, Maldonado. Def- what I say? I don't know what you said, but it was Matteo Maldonado, Maldonado uh, defeating uh, Tevin Dice via fastest escape time in overtime. There's a lot of back and forth, big like takedowns and stuff like that throughout the whole match, but uh, Matteo just—I wouldn't say fastest escape. I would say like he just held on to Tevin long i guess that's fastest escape yeah it's we've talked about this we talked about this a couple years ago he held on to him longer in talking about overtime where it's there's a couple of different strategies you can have for overtime for ebs style overtimes where it's like in a lot of overtime rules you have multiple overtimes and so you can change your strategy sort of as you go through where it's okay first overtime i'm either going to try to control him for like lots of time and build up ride time or I'm going to get really, really aggressive. I'm going to try to go for the sub because I have subsequent overtimes to kind of deal with, you know, like the like how that worked out. Hey, cool. I wasn't able to hold him time. Okay, now I know I'm low on time. Then their rebuttal, they were able to hold me for a long period of time. And so they, you see guys adjust. And that's why famously we see guys go for the spider web position, the armbar position at the end where it's like, I am losing. I have to get the sub. They will go for that as yeah. kind of like, uh, as a Hail Mary, essentially, versus trying to go for the back, which more so results in ride time. With the single overtime, it's very you got to kill somebody. Because you really, like, it's only two minutes. They can only build up two minutes. So if you're going first, it's a really weird position to be in. And I think a couple different matches, guys elected to go on defense first. Which I think in this one, where you where there is essentially only one rebuttal there, I think that's a really good strategy because then you know, okay, he subbed me in 30 seconds. I know that I had to probably hold his back. Or, man, I've got to go for the arm bar. He held me for two minutes. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. What do you kind of think about the, the strategy there? You think there's a, you think there's a better way to do well, that? Something I noticed that um, his, the body triangle is becoming less effective in the terms of these kind of tournaments where, you know, people know you're going to get body triangle. Like, yeah, off the jump. Like, off the jump. But people are now just getting better at it as well of just, like, beating it and escaping. Yeah. Um, with the two minutes again, it's like you're – you try to kill the guy. Like – Right. 
if I were to be in the scenario where it's like you have two minutes, you have to submit this guy or hold on to him to, for two minutes. Um, I'm taking the back. Yeah, and we're seeing more. And I'm going to take the like, back, and I I want to. Me personally, I want to take it first because I want to. I kind of want to be the dickhead first because. Uh, I'm not going to try to get my arm underneath of your neck. Like I'm going to choke you across your face until you lift your face up, but I'm going to try to do that immediately. And you're also seeing like different positioning from how the guys are sitting to get ready to escape. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of like hand adjustment and how they're leaning and how they're keeping their shoulders. uh, Kyle Bame versus Nikki Rod at EBI where it's like we're watching – we are watching a development of back control meta when guys start in that where it's like immediately you have the body trying. We've seen we've seen that for probably the past three, two to three years. Two to yeah. three years, like immediately guys are getting the body trying. Five years ago, we were seeing it, but a lot of times it was taking a second for guys to get there and get that move. Now it's instantaneous. If guys have an EBI tournament, you're seeing that immediately. Like boom, it's if the guy wants the body triangle, he's there instantaneously on his opponent. It's like And then we're seeing a lot of guys I think when we're in the we're in a choke battle when they're getting the choke is when they're doing what Nikki Rod does, which is like they do the punch through where their hand not not the initial choking hand is the one that gets it. They'll dive that deep, they'll force defense, and then they'll punch across with the other hand, and that will be the finishing hand. I think we're seeing that more. I don't think we saw that here, but in yeah. but in some but it's been interesting as to cover more EBI tournaments in the last couple of weeks or the last couple of months, really, to sort of watch over the years. Because EBI, when we started the show, back in The first couple of EBIs were sick. I mean, even back in, like, I remember watching EBI 3, which is the first one that was broadcast, I think. Because um, 1 and 2, like, weren't broadcast. They were video. They you were, had to find it. You were find it, but I don't think there were full video. I don't think there, I don't 1, think, I don't think there was full videos. Not no. until later. 2, I think, I think there there's was. Par- I think there's only partial video for 2. We would be wrong about this. I but can't remember. I think the, whatever the first ago. one that was broadcast. I think it, it was, was either. I think it was three. It might have been three, where it was like there was a lot of stuff behind it. Two, not so much, but you you could find it a little bit easier. Yeah. But to watch like the, the meta and like that was when we we started doing the show. The other than ADCC, well, that whole meta changed completely because of people completely strategized for going to overtime. Yeah, because they were like, I can get my ass kicked. Right for fifteen minutes, and we're still dealing with that a little bit subbed. now, and that's why finishers and best finishers are introducing the model op rule, and like we're continuing to see the development here. It has just been interesting over kind of in talking about you know five years today to watch the meta, and like EBI was the pinnacle tournament when we started this show as far as super fights go five years ago. Like it was one of it was the highest paying tournament wise for the most yes. part. It was the most prestigious. Like guys were making big names for it themselves. It was potentially the highest paying. Well, yeah, there's the Wagner. I mean, Wagner won. And Wagner got $0. famously won the whole thing and got zero dollars. Um, and Wagner has some actually really interesting kind of thoughts and like things he's talked about over the years where it's like about athletes getting paid. And we've kind of echoed that a lot on the show. Um, I, I think, think that's na- why now guys get show money. Now guys get show money. But still, even then, like, just give him the money. Like, yeah. Oh, you only win if you finish. And it's like, Two high-level guys. It's very, it's very hard to see. You have to finish, and you have to win to win all that money. You could finish all the way through, and then you lose in the finals, and you get zero. No, you do. It's by round. Oh, if you, if you lose in the finals, yeah, yeah, you yeah. still have to beat the guy in the finals. Yeah, it's it's yeah. An interesting. It's not my favorite payout format format for athletes. Um, it's a pyramid scheme, brother. A little bit, but I do Look into it. <laughs> But I do appreciate like watching the meta change for like the body triangle meta where it's like everyone gets that really quickly. Where we are seeing like the shift of guys fighting the Randy choke over like very quickly and the control and guys are now, like you said earlier, able to much more readily unwrap the body triangle. Like before, that was almost to get out of the body triangle, you had to spin through. Like a lot of times guys just didn't have a good answer to like unlock and like undo the body triangle and we didn't have nearly as much foot pummeling and like guys weren't adept at like trapping the leg through and like it was the options you had were either you exploded out or you spun through. Or you didn't defend your neck at all and you peeled it apart with your hands. Right. And nowadays we're seeing guys like having the leg pummeling to open the body triangle with their legs and put their hand on. I think Gordon has a whole 
like instructional on how to deal with that. And it, it if you actually like watch it, it's really it's like systematic. Like you do this, they go here. You put your hand here. You come out. You turn. And we've seen a lot like you know, across the community for guys that are in these EBI style tournaments. Like dog, just pulling the leg up, not even the one yeah. that's like across your waist, but the one that's locking over top of it. Like, just pull that shit up. It's like, oh wow, that's the dumbest thing ever. And it makes the most sense. You're like, yeah. oh. But it's been interesting to watch the developments of that. Oh, yeah, it's and, fantastic. And covering Rise, like, to watch it again. And, like, we're seeing victories now via, like, fastest escape time or technically, like, ride. It's not, it's not, there's a reason it's escape time, not ride time. But the guy that didn't have the ride time accrued on him is winning. So, Mateo Maldonado takes that. He is now the bantamweight champion or the bantamweight yeah bantamweight champion for mm-hmm. rise again looking forward to seeing him defend most likely in a super fight on rise again i like that rise does that um overall very happy that that rise ran an event this weekend so we're not just talking for like 40 minutes yeah it's not it's not one of those shows yeah. it's not a ho- it's not too much of a holiday show you want to talk about uh those other two super fights let's talk about them josh um, as i look through my notes we had manny flores taking on renee souza renee souza got that via heel hook i just saw renee uh he was craig he jones good. he was craig jones's uke at the seminar uh oh I, I the took, one that yes you, that the, i took the, yeah, where, yeah, my wife that, like, miranda ago? uh t- so. Not last weekend. It was the yeah. previous weekend because she was in Iceland yes. this past weekend. Yep. So, yeah. yeah, it was funny. It was very funny. It, it was very funny to watch Craig and Renee kind of like work together and like watch Renee. Like even kind of I, – I think they worked together on the show or they knew each other from the show um, or been in the same rooms. But they seemed to have a very, very nice rapport and it was very funny to see – like Renee still like ask Craig like questions like during the seminar like when Dude, they were walking around. That's the best around. way to do it, man. But like, was, you could be the best in the world, but you don't know like every single thing. Yeah, it was just it was just cool to You're see him ask questions. Remember when Mikey like was finishing that heel hook yes. and he was like and he went over to Gordon and he was like, okay, what do I do? Was it armbar or heel hook? I thought it was. was a, I thought it was an armbar, but you could. Be, you have a better memory for I this. I think it was down. a leg lock or something of that sort, where it was a leg lock. How did he get? But he, he went get, over there. This is a who's and, number one. This is one of the first who's number ones that Mikey was on. He couldn't finish, and then match finishes. He walks over to Gordon and basically goes, "Why didn't I finish that?" That's a sign of somebody that's like really good. Yeah, like they know. Like, even if they know, like, okay, everything is shirt up. And it's like, I didn't finish this. Let me go ask the guy that's really, really good at it. Mikey, like, hey. three-time world champion, only American to do it three times and, and in a row at different weight classes, went over to another guy and was like, hey, I want to get better at this. Tell me How why I didn't this? finish this. Yeah. That's just like. I mean, it's, it's smart. So yeah. if you want to continually, you know, gain knowledge, it's like ask another guy that's really good at, hey, um, what's this? What's that? Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes that guy will go. Hey, podcast guy. <laughs> Did I tell the story on the show? I don't know if you told it on the show. Yeah, I know so you told me. We, uh, no, we're, we're getting off. So that, that, <laughs> this, we have one, two match on Rise, but it's a holiday show, guys. Yeah. So uh, I, I, saw, I saw Craig at the seminar, and we're going to take a picture at the end of the show, and he helped Rachel and I work through some technique that he was showing during the thing, and we go to take a picture at the end, and he looks, and he makes a face, and it's like, it's like a happy face. And I was like, fuck yeah. And he goes, podcast guy. And he points to me and I was like, yes, podcast guy. And he's like, ah, and it was, it was cool to have hey. him like smile. It wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, podcast guy. It was like podcast guy. And I was like, yes. I know you, you talk well about me. He's like, yes, we're not. I was like, we're not an asshole. Craig Jones remembered me from <laughs> when he had uh, very, very red eyes at ADCC when we talked prior and, uh, it was and it he was didn't cool. Give me pink he didn't eye. give me pink eye. <laughs> so Rene Souza looks really, but on to Rene Souza again. Rene Souza looks really look good. Looks really good here. Finishes a really nice heel hook on Manny Flores, and Manny Flores again. I I love to both both sides of this when guys fight to the bitter end, and I also like when Manny Flores like he get like Rene Souza locks it up, and Manny Flores goes, "Yeah, you got me," and like doesn't Doc, just let smart. him rip through. I but I. I appreciate both spectrums, and I appreciate Manny Flores like like for I can going, understand yeah. finishing it and like trying to do it. Don't don't be stupid. Don't try yeah. to rip it off. It's but like, you know, Vinny Caesar had really really good position because yeah, well, he yeah, locks he, and Manny Flores was that, and then just he knows. had he had it bit down mm-hmm. like as as Jay Regalbuda said. He's like it's coming from the honey hole. Like he yeah. was locked in. He yeah. wasn't going anywhere. So it was mm-hmm. it was just Dunsky. Here in Big J and commentary is always always He's amazing. Good. He did, he did um. Finishers last week. He did this this week. Like that dude. If there's an East Coast show, get Jerry Boot on your show because he knows all the East Coast guys. He's great for play by play and by color. He and it's just he awesome did, to have him on there. 
my very first ever like super fight locally. I'm like, who is this guy? And why is he so good? Big J, yeah. Yeah. And like, what was it? It was one of those good fight ones. Oh, that but was, it was, yeah. It was that like the, uh, the hotel that's right by the, the bus station yep. downtown. And I'm like listening to his commentary while I'm competing. I'm like, man, this guy is good. And then I watched it back and I was like, wow, he is really good. And he knew what I was doing. Fantastic. Yeah. Jay like Jay's amazing. Again, get get yeah. Dragobudo on your events if you have an, any event, but definitely an East Coast event because he knows those guys. And like in Jay's, I don't know if how much I've talked about this on the show, but Jay has helped me out um, in kind of some of the commentary that we've done for like just professionally. Like I've called Jay and like talked to him about the commentary and he's been kind enough to like give me some insight and give me some, you know, actually a ton of assistance for sort of how to navigate that and just how to become a better commentator for jujitsu. And again, can't say enough good things about Jay. What, is, what does that say to you people out there? Be, be a decent person and, and other people will be decent to you. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. So, uh, final match we want to talk about. Let's talk about uh, Future Super Fight. We have Lucas Strasberg versus Mike Rockshawn. Um, what's, what's Rockshawn's nickname on the, on the show? What was his? The Iron Sheik? I don't, I don't Sultan know. or something. Sultan of Strangle? Yeah. I, I don't know. Rockshawn. Something br- Rockshawn looked good on top here. Again, I've, so I've actually. Rockshawn was like. <sighs> It, it was split where it was like where Lucas was on top for a little bit and was like passing and really well. And then Rockshawn got on top and was like, I'm just going to hold these positions here for a while. And at the very, very end, he tried to do his like the Josh like, Barnett and Lou and Dean Lister choke. He tried to do the Kasekatame like, yeah, 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 crush. Yeah. And I think so. I it's judged Rockshawn's ch- ADCC open matches and I think I forget how far he went. He went pretty far in his bracket. And he did that. He tried to do that to someone, I think, in his bracket. And I don't remember if he got it or not, but I remember it being like, oh, that looks really, really tight. Like, this is a thing that Mike does. And it's like, a, it's does like a chest out. compression. Yeah. Like when you turn in, Turpin does it. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Yeah. It I do, does not feel I've, that. You've done it to me. And it's awful well, yeah, you um, deserved it probably yeah probably not, you're not wrong josh <laughs> i mean josh everything you're doing i probably deserved we that's how, that's how we train and it's great yeah um but rocks uh they, this goes to draw and again this is why i like like a six minute match goes to draw Done. and then we move on and it just like i that pacing is good ajp has that pacing too like for world pro like those shorter time limit matches let guys work let guys run through yes but does ajp have dodge ram commercials Ugh. during the match yeah, like literally while the match is running, it just cuts away and the whole screen or the Adidas commercial. I only no, no, saw the, the, Do- the Dodge Ram one. That was a that, during the finals here. That was the, in multiple matches. There was what match was it? It cuts the feed and goes to a Dodge and it Ram goes commercial. Goes to a Dodge Ram commercial. Black Friday, by the way, this was on Saturday. And then the mat, and then the commercial runs for thirty seconds. And then it cuts back into the match where you were. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, this is a problem. And again, I don't want to bitch too much on the show about I'm like, going to bitch about it because it's silly. It's really you're, bad. You're paying for something. It's and really you're putting bad. a full-blown commercial in the, mi- in the of a match. middle of a match. It like, is. I understand you have ad time and you're supposed to do these things. Like, talk to the people. Like, hey, guys, you yeah. need some breaks so where we can throw in these ads that you shouldn't be running because it's a paid service. You can't even get month to month anymore unless yeah. you go unless you like bypass it and sign up for something else. Yeah, it's really bad. You it's- have to pay for a year. So you're telling me at a hundred and some odd dollars that I pay every single year. It's like a hundred and it's at least hundred and forty nine. It might be hundred and seventy now. Something like that. I don't, I don't even remember. It but just it's like, comes it's, out of my account. It's more than Fight Pass. I know that it's I know that I pay more for Fight Pass is like eighty dollars a year. Oh, not anymore. Uh, yeah. So, do I pay for everything? I have I, so, I'm aware. Many, so many accounts for the show. I'm aware. I, I do. So, every every year I do like a spreadsheet for the cost of the show. And every year I go, I have a good time. <laughs> I spend I so much money and I don't get any of it back. But I have like, a great time. Can you write this off on your taxes? No. No, I can't. I could <laughs> for a while. I could for certain other stuff, but like nowadays, like I made it a lot simpler in 2020. Oh, that's uh, no longer can. But again, it's like it's the sport. I think this is an important thing for the sport in general. It's fun. I get to I get to talk about jiu jitsu with my buddies. Five years. 
five years of this five years doing of this doing show. This. Um, so yeah, no, it's uh, look, it gives you an excuse for buying shit that you it want. It gives anyway. me an excuse for buying like every pay per view, every service, every grappling card, like. There, yeah. So every year I do it. I do a table of like looking, just like how much does this cost? Like the website, the hosting, all the camera. Like, and I go, oh, Maine. What do you make a year? Uh, this much minus twelve thousand dollars. It's not twelve thousand. I know, but, I'm aware. but it's it's a couple. It's, close. It's, it's a couple thousand <laughs> doing this show every year. Is that another camera main? No. Yes. Yeah. Rush is cool with it though. <laughs> so we're having good. So cool, great. Um yeah, I wish I flow I think that is a massive disservice to the community to like to dur- during like during, during match. matches cutting it off. Like even if it was a ten seconds, it's like I'm missing no, ten don't, seconds. What well, happens it, it, what happens it didn't what happens? Cut them. They've done it before like that, but this one didn't cut the match. They screen to screen it. No, Which, no, this one pa- this one just paused the feed. Put a new ad in and then brought it back up and didn't like do it. It didn't fade. pause the feed. It ran over top of the feed. Yeah. You lost parts of the match. You could have seen a sick passing sequence. You wouldn't know yeah. because I watched it's a commercial also, about Dodge Ram. The the bad thing is it's in the video too. So the video for oh, this yeah. is about a little under four hours. And like there's no clean match footage where it's like, I just want to watch the match. Dodge like, Ram. Not the whole event i just want to watch individual matches hey dodge can we get some kickbacks for saying your your company so much come on there's no individual there's no way i can watch individual matches without those ads interspersed in it dude and that's... again for a premium service like flow where i'm paying upwards of 200 bucks a year close to like netflix is much that's cheaper straight, but and there are no ads inserted in the content when i'm watching it like i'm watching unless you have the the really cheap version but, but i don't and it's also it pauses the show to run ad, and, and that's part of the service flow. I am paying for a service that is to watch live events in TV, and you're cutting off the live events in TV. I demand several Tezos coins for this, but it's just it's just really like <laughs> it it just diminishes the product. Yeah, the it, the makes product it, and it makes it, it makes it, look it like shoddy. Shit. Yeah, it makes it shoddy. And like just, this is this is the general community. One of the issues that the community at large has with flow as a company like it's like why am i paying for a premium service and i'm getting sub premium bro you want to charge me 200 bucks a year for it great i'll pay it just don't give me don't ads give me commercials it. like you, have, you can put stuff you all ad, over you have your an website. ad service for it like hey man the 99 a year is the ad interspit like it's this viewing service and if you want it here it is but if i'm paying like upwards of 100 and i think 170 bucks a year I think is what I pay. I could be wrong about that. It's at least 150 a Something year like for that, it. Yeah. Like, don't put ads in front of the content that I'm paying to watch live because it's not like they show 15 events a week. This was the event. This is the that, event that they, they had this They had week. four hours, four and a half hours of live grappling content. They ran a podcast this week and they had, I think, one or two other pieces of footage that were like video footage that came out, but they had one live event there was a grappling event this week, and it was full of ads, and it just made it a shitty experience to watch as a fan for, like, you have a whole week, one event, and you put a bunch of ads into it, and I'm paying, that's what I paid for this week, was to watch that event, and you gave me that service. So, enough bitching on the holiday episodes, but uh, it's just really unfortunate. I, I bring it out. Yeah, we do. Uh, but again, we, we, we've cut back on it over the years because we've beat this dead horse many a time. Uh, move on to the previews. We have a couple of events coming up next week. We have Sogi, which is the pro welterweights. So we don't have a listing of the brackets right now, but we do have a couple of matches. One of the matches that we do have is we have a heavyweight title fight. We have Pat Shangoli uh, versus Alex Nemeth. Is Nemes. it Shangoli or Shagoli? Because it's not an N, right? I think it's Shagoli. I've only said it wrong between him and his dad for like all of I, I the don't years. Know. I'm ju- um, I'm just... I think so. I could be wrong. This may be a rematch from EBI. I do not remember if these two guys went against each other at EBI or at Emerald City, but I think they were in the same bracket. Um, regardless, it should be a fun match. This is for uh, the heavy, the heavy think... inaugural heavyweight title. Oh, it is inaugural. Yep. So this will be uh, this will be exciting. Uh, it'd be really interesting to see again how far Pat can take his style, and if Alex is able to kind of do what the last couple of guys have been able to do versus Shangoli. If they don't get heel hooked, is keep outside pressure 
and then avoid the leg locks and take him into the later sections of the round where they can either get his back or go into overtime there. So that will be interesting. We also have welterweights. We have Andrew Cockle in this. We have Michael Dew. We have uh, Victor Medina in this. We have Christos Paledos. We Pete have Shoemaker. Pete Shoemaker as well. We have Daniel Garfano. Dylan. Dylan. Give me Garofalo. Garofalo. Jesus, man. Like Janine. I know. We've talked about him before on the show. I should be able to get his name. Um, also in the bracket, we have Andy Solano. We have Brandon Hollow. And we have a couple of other super fights on this card. This is on Flow. I don't know if Sogi's been on Flow before. So it is cool, again, to see Flow, as much as we just kind of complained about Flow, having more broadcast content on their service. You guys are crap. Now there's more stuff. But look, like, hey, I'm paying, f- I'm paying for the service anyway. I'd much rather it. It's a legitimate a complaint. Vi- We're not boohooing about no. something that's silly. Like it's legitimately like, hey, look, I would. There's pref- a commercial in the middle of a match. I would prefer Flow to have like all the grappling content because it gives me a uniform, easy place to go and find stuff. I just wish that some of the way that things were structured and organized. I wish that there was like. There was a little more put into some of the content there, like give me results, give me pieced out footage. But I am happy that again I can go find because so so with, sometimes it's been hard to find. Work with your your third party providers to get all the information that you can right. about all of this stuff, so you don't have to go to Instagram or a website or something else to find the listings. Mm-hmm. You know, and then also hold your third party people uh, accountable accountable for giving those things to you. You know who does a great job with that? Fucking the finishers, guys, man. Zach, Zach does a great job. Yeah, the head stuff is always pieced out by footage, and the results are always up. Seth does a good job, too, for that, uh, after the fact, piecing the stuff out and giving us results. So, also this next week, we have Midwest finishers, sub-only Midwest finishers, again, carrying the finishers torch to some folks in the Midwest. We have Tara Lewis uh, in a uh, women's... Wait, I'm messing this up. Uh, absolute yeah absolutely this is in the absolute for the women's uh we have a men oh, wait sorry i'm messing this all up josh oh man i thought you were a professional i was this is men's it's a men's <laughs> 205 pound bracket uh we have jack bullock in this we have ben dyson who i'm really really excited to see uh how dyson does for me Dyson is the favorite. Again, we don't have bracketing yet. And Josh, I know you love to preview stuff without <laughs> brackets. Um, but Ben Dyson here is is a front runner. Here we have Brian Peterson in this. Uh, we have uh, it's, it's, Matt Catwell and Joe Murrin in this as well. Merwin in this as well. We also have a woman's um, absolute. Okay, so this yeah, is, those are all the women that are yeah, going yeah. in the absolute. We have a women's absolute as well. Should yeah. be a lot of fun. I thought we had. I thought we had super fights in absolute. So technically, they're all super fights, aren't they? Well, it's all bracketed. <laughs> no, it's not a super fight. So we have that. We also have Toro Cup uh, twenty three happening next week as well. Should be a crap. Should be a lot of, of fun. matches on that. Mm-hmm. They always provide with all of the matches. Yeah, coming out of North Carolina supports a great cause for Toro Cup. So that is for that is the it. That is it for this. That is week. the the it That's the it. it. So Josh, what do you think? Moving to the outro of the show, what do you think? Five years, like, what do you think the biggest changes overall, as far as like professional, like, what have we seen change the most in five years in the professional grappling kind of space? Mostly production. Like yeah. that's the big thing. Oh yeah, it's like we're not watching stuff that was filmed on an iPhone. You know, yep. in in uh, you know. Not what's the other thing from landscape? What's up and down? A portrait what's, mode. Portrait mode. Yeah. Yeah. Horizontal. No, no. Hor- yeah. Horizontal mode. Vertical mode. Yeah. I get, whatever it's I'm called. Not, I'm not, I'm when you're holding watching, a phone, like it's normally. I'm being not held, watching not a vertical size. video of yeah. an entire tournament, and we're like, we're old. Josh we and I are, know these things. are talking about it, <laughs> and like that's what we, we had. Have. Like, hey, where you're watching, like, who is that guy? There's no audio on events. Like, we watched some stuff in 2017 and 2018 that we covered on the show. That was. We've watched a lot. Yeah, I think the production's the best thing. I think also, generally the level, like the level of grappling. I think outreach. Yeah, I think we. The, what I love the promotions, like being able to connect with the fans and the promoters being able to talk to fans, or talk shit to fans, or whatever. Like, you know, you can say, "Hey, X Y Z promotion." sucks a a bag of rocks 
And that promoter will go, okay, well, come on the card and, and show how bad it is and just show how amazing you yeah. are. Or, you know, I just appreciate- hey, go to this one. And they're like, hey, thank you. We have so many... Like Josh and I remember a time where it's like I had a list in 2018 of every single organization that was currently running super fights, had run super fights, or had run a broadcast tournament in the last 10 years. Like I had a list. It wasn't a lot. And there, it wasn't. I was think 40. There was like 40 something. Maybe. Of like organizations that had run. That was like old school Grappler's Quest stuff. That was old school um, like Grappling Industries because they ran stuff. Um, we had like grappling X, like all of those cards were on those lists. And I went through and I would check regularly because flow didn't have a schedule and fibers didn't have a schedule. And then flow barely had anything back yeah. then. And it was like, we, we, every week had to go and spend two to three hours before the show, like searching and trying to find like, okay, what's happening next Are week? What's going on next me? week? Getting we results would, together. We would start recording the show and we wouldn't have results still. Yeah. We would be recording at like 11 o'clock starting Sunday night. Yep. And recording for going. hours. We used to do the show in segments too. Remember that? Yeah. We would record it and then stop and then talk about things and then start again and yep. then stop and then Maine had to like edit for hours on end. Yeah, I used to edit. Like we used to do a lot more. Was it was like it was just a different kind of show. The show was also like three fucking hours. It's a long show. Well, we had some shorter shows there too, but we would we would also at the beginning because there was so there weren't that many promoters running events and shows. We covered everything. If you ran an event in like 2018, like that used to be in the show outro. If yeah, you, if you run, if you an, run event, an event, and we like, have we have and we still to this day have a lot of guys little contacts about, contacts about events and a lot of like good relationships we built off of her from that outro for like hey if you have an event like let us know because we would events would come up and we would find out like two weeks later like oh this guy ran an event like oh yeah this well known grappler won their event and it was like wait what was the event and I was like oh is there footage oh there's no footage like okay well and we talked to promoters like hey. If you film your event next time, can you let us know? And they go, oh, yeah. So not the next one, but the one after that. Or they we're would gonna send film. us videos. Yeah, I, get, I remember getting Dropboxed and Google Drive footage. I was like, oh, yeah, it's not public, but here's the resu- here's the, uh, v- here's the video of the, ma- of the finals matches that we filmed. And it was just like that was even in 2018, like three or four years ago, like four, five, five years ago at this point. Like that was some of the footage that we got and we'd talk about like, hey, you know, this footage should be up in the next couple of days, but we got it first so we could talk about and kind of break some stuff down. And we don't have to do like that is not a thing. Like I to this day, I couldn't do that anymore. How I could not. We don't have to like hold on to stuff because we're told, hey, don't release all of it. Well, yet. I, some of it we have to, but some of most, it but did, it's like there's yeah. a lot more like usually when I'm getting stuff now. It's, it's like right before it's released right. to the general public. It's and so, because like, they know oh, we you have something it. 30 to 40 minutes before, yeah. like, or like a day else before, does. like, yeah. someone will give us something like, hey, uh, hey, our show comes out on Tuesday. Like, okay, cool. This comes out Tuesday, you know, or Monday night. Yeah, you're good to go. Um, and so, there's that. But it's running the show like we ran it in 2018. Like, I would not be able to keep running the show no. if it was that. Because it was just, it was. It was a clusterfuck. You well, and I. Dude, this show used to each take other so much hours back and forth. a week to do. 40 yeah. or 50 hours a week to get everything together because there were no lists. There were no, that's why we built a website in the first place. Was, yeah, we started to just build stuff around. Yeah, because there was stuff not available to us. And My so, wife would be like, are you, are you talking to Maine again? And be like, yeah. Yeah. Because we it's just, like, the first year. Why don't year, you just like move into his house or something? I'll be like, it might be easier to do that. Yeah. We spent so much time that first year like, just figuring out how to cover the I sport. recorded shit in the walk-in of one of my jobs. I remember that. Yeah. And I was like, here, this news just happened here. Yeah. yeah, we used to do a lot more breaking news because, like, Jiu-Jitsu Times would have it a day or two later. And, like... Well, were- and again, we're weekly, so you only get certain things right. from us at a time. And it's like, oh, and then, like, Flo started doing <laughs> their shows on Monday. Yep. And I was like, you know, they're doing this on purpose, right? Yeah. Because we're trying to just inflate our own egos being like, they know about us. And we're like, 
the strong competition. And really, we're like, we're fucking nobody. Yeah. But we're guys know, with it, mics. It, it makes us feel better. <laughs> it's funny. But to, to, watch the, to watch the sport over, like nowadays, we can absolutely not cover every organization that runs an event every weekend. And there are like whole promotions that we're just unable to cover for various reasons. Like either Sometimes there's not enough level footage. of talent, footage, yeah. results. Um, so our, our kind of criteria for nowadays, we had to, we've, and over the years, we've had to learn and pare down like, hey, it is way too hard to cover shows with our turnaround time with everyone's lives. And like to run this show weekly, we need certain things. Like I can't be, for the most part, if we cover a show, it needs to have avail- full card available footage. You need to have commentary for the footage. You need to have results on the footage or results of like of the, of the match yeah. somewhere that we can find in like text form or have a third party that has done like Jiu-Jitsu Times or Grappling Inside or My MMA News or some of the people that we you know we work with in the past. Helpful, those things. Those guys are great because and they allow us to like so it's not Josh, myself, Miranda, Emil, Zach, Ryan, Austin, like all Austin, yeah. all the guys, Rob, that have helped me run the show and helped all of us do the show over the years for hours and hours and hours having to man, okay, this guy's name and like, okay, his name flashed up for a second. I have to write his name down because I can't hear the commentary. All of that stuff, you can, it was unsustainable in 2018 to continue doing it. And so now we have some criteria for things that we cover and do on the show. And well, now that stuff is available. To, yeah, now that stuff is available to us. So because sometimes there would be so little stuff to talk about, mm-hmm. and we we're like, we need to release an episode. We can't talk about something for fifteen minutes and call it a day. Right. We covered everything: mm-hmm. wrestling, judo, yeah, yeah, sumo, sumo wrestling. Used to cover, you used to cover like, sumo a lot. Every every other there's, month. There's, so there's, I get some messages occasionally about guys that look back in the back catalog and go, "You guys cover sumo still?" And I'm like, "No, we just can't." Because there's, you can shoot me a message, well, we can talk about it. Because there's so much jujitsu now. Like now, we yeah, used, we used to. We did judo. We did a little sambo. We did some wrestling. We did anything used, we could find yeah. information on or watch. We would cover it. That's why. That's why we started and the name as as not, the grappling rewind. It's not just the jujitsu rewind because we used to cover more of the grappling sports because there just wasn't that much pro jujitsu happening on a regular basis. Like we would have the first year three week periods where it's like there's not an event for three weeks and a couple times a year that would happen where it's like the next event that is named is three weeks from now so we need three weeks of shows before we can preview that event yep and then cover that event and then okay there's two weeks there's two events that calling week i remember some of those shows that was like the pre-show was a couple hours long because we were just trying to go and find show up at eight o'clock at night we'd be like okay what are we doing what are we talking about do we need to watch this entire thing right now before we talk about sometimes it sometimes like yeah this is the only card that happened josh and i would sit and we'd go and we'd take notes and we'd discuss the matches and we'd you know segment the show out and then we'd record and do the show um and now the show like again that in 2018 that that is not a sustainable way long term with Dude. you having a full-time job i have a full-time job like life we teach like all of the obligations we have outside of the show it's just really it is very nice that the sport has grown to a level where that unfortunately we have to triage what we cover on the show now because there's so much happening. There's well, so many opportunities for guys that want to compete on a professional level or on a stage level to do it. Like that's amazing too. There are feeder leagues that didn't exist in 2018. Like a guy would win like an in-house and then hopefully he'd win a bunch of like local tournaments and maybe a major and maybe he would get like an invite slot as a 16th seed into a bracket Something. somewhere. Yeah. Or he'd like, we'd talk to a promoter that was like, oh, do you know this guy? Yeah, I know this guy. He's good. We saw him on this. Like, we used to get those calls a lot more from promoters like, hey, is this guy good? And like, yeah, he's really good. That's how we found about Junie. Like, we, yeah, we started like, to form a relationship was, uh, with Junie because we were like, dog, you looked really good. He won the, the Kasai le- qualifier. The Kasai qualifier yep. and then fucking started just he showed up at kasai yeah and was just on fire then he was on ebs same thing with keith keith won the in-house for uh the eddie bravo as a he didn't sorry, he didn't win the in-house he got in as a late replacement as a secondary i think for his first ebi and then he covered that and there's been a lot like even um roberto jimenez he was him and pedro Mourinho were brown belts in houston like these two brown belts in houston just go at it at tournaments and i was like who are these guys and Mourinho was a purple belt Jimenez, no, Jimenez was a purple was a, belt. No, we've known about Jimenez for a while. We've known Michael Galvao since he was a blue belt. Well, no, we knew about Jimenez for a while because of the thing at Studio 540. 
and he uh, won the blue belt bracket, and then yep. he beat the he beat the purple belt guy, and then they threw uh, him Boyle. against the brown the Boyle Invitational. Yeah, and I yes. think it was Gutenberg Pereira that beat him as a brown belt when he yep. was a blue belt, and he was dog. Yeah, please find some people that watch as much jujitsu as as we do and send them our Jesus. way because it'll it'll be a huge help. Yeah. But it's yeah, like, all those things like, and it's very funny to watch a lot of the folks that we came across in these like these tons of people, not smaller events, but back then like the events that were happening, and then watch their careers kind why, of explode. Why was Grappling Rewind one of uh, the only media outlets allowed at ACCC 2019? Yeah, backstage, I did a lot of interviews because we're nice. Yeah. <laughs> It was cool. So it's been it's been a fun time. I guess because Maine Maine does a lot of fucking leg work. Like, I do a lot of leg, why. but I also like the sport. I love the sport, and I it appreciate shows. yeah the sport and like what, how it's grown. It's been cool to watch it grow and kind of be part of that growth. And I also like talking to and and being able to give like the small platform that we have to the athletes of the sport that are out there going and doing it and competing and like pushing forth. Trust me, if we had aspect. dumb money, we'd, we would have been sponsoring people years ago, too. Bro. Yeah, we have. We did. Once. Because I, like, I was like, I'll draw money on this. Um, oh, yeah. Yep. I, I got a fight that. shirt from it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing to run the show. I love doing the show. I love like all the stuff that it's brought, all the joy it's brought to my life, all the fucking hard work over the years. All but... the complaining and main freaking out. Yep, that you guys typically don't see on the show. But Main these edits guys, out because yep. he's having an aneurysm yep. on film and on audio. But because again, somebody pre- said something dumb. Yeah, but I pre- I appreciate it again everyone everyone on the team everyone on the grappling ring that's kind of been on the team still on the team, um, and it's been really great uh, universally working with everyone and all you guys for all the, and everyone for like, that DMs listening. us and listens and like all that like again thank you for five years of what I thought would be kind of like a thing that Josh and I did in my spare room of my previous house like every occasionally a couple times and like we see where and then eventually we're just like uh yeah and then it's a phase away it. and then it just never it never did then it never stopped and then we just kept going and it's it's been it's been a phenomenal year Josh Josh here's the here's the five more years or until like yeah. one of us has an aneurysm so until you have an aneurysm. Pretty much, yeah. You got any closing words, Josh? Uh, I don't know. Uh, have fun. Train mm-hmm. hard. Don't hurt each other. Yeah, there's that. So, as always in the show, I'm your host, Mange, and the co-host, Josh. We have the Grappling Ryan. Thank you very much for five years. See you on the mat when it is. Stay safe. If you like the show, please consider sharing it on Facebook with the folks at your gym. It's the best way that we grow the show and we really appreciate it. You can reach out to us on email. We also have Instagram. We have Facebook. We have Twitter. We have Google+. Plus. Until that shuts down. We have a website. If you have an event you would like to have us cover, please let us know. If you have a name, like most people do, and you'd like to have us stop butchering it, let us know. Reach out to us. The show is also available on YouTube, Spotify, in addition to iTunes and every other podcast service. We very much appreciate your time and thank you.